message you're about to listen to is from Jesus and Hindered Ministry. Please open your heart and receive from the Lord. Oh, 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Masoko Paladea. Araba Kosele Bregadoshi. Ayana Manakato Sataya. Erebeku Sapa. Igabalate Gabala da Basha la Manokosi. Esusupa. Asatage. Ele Kotolobo. Kotolobo. Asuta Paleata. Oh, Oh, thank you, Jesus. Ma Shokopaya. Oh, hallelujah. Mendekia Pratosa Kia Pratosia Catapada Bandoba Mandabaya Gadia Prados, Secatia Pratosa, Lia Pratos, Calicapata Mendebrecatia Pratosa, Cula Brandos, Calicapataya Mandabaya Prados, Secatia Brandos, Salia Prata Shanta Badabada Badabata Pratanabata Mendebaya Calu Prados, Akia Pratosa Mandabaya Catula Brandosia Pratopratus Calicapata O Shatapole Brandos, Salia Pataya Embrende busha ki ambrando bosu kali abratos kali kapata manda baya kada broto abrando broto abrato 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 Second Brando, Ayakata Proto, Bando Bratosa, Ebratosa, Kiebratoba, Sokotobaya, Ebrekebokotobro, Kotobro, Kotobra, Kulabataya, Mandabaya, Banda Brando, Seke, Ayakata Bratosa, Mandatabaya, Kataluka, Bratoska, Nikabata, Ayakata Palabratoba, Sokotobra, Kulabrataba, Abrando, Sokapaya, Ayakatia Bratosia, Ketebrando, Siabrata, O Chataporo, Bolo, 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 Bracata, Mandabalia Bratoba. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because we have an assurance that when we pray to the Father in your name, you hear us. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for communing with us this morning. Thank you for tabernacle with us this morning. We bless you. We give you praise. We honor you. We adore you. 
we magnify your name word is the lord we bless you we bless you we lift our hands to say thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you amen i enter into the holy of holies i enter through the blood of i enter
goodness is running after, is running after me. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Your love, your love, your love is running after, is running after me. Oh, your goodness, your goodness. see you all around everywhere I go I see you all around I see your mercy I see your faithfulness hey it's running out oh your goodness is running after your goodness is running after your mercy your mercy is running hey your mercy Hey, your goodness, your goodness is running after. Your mercy is running after me. Hey, when my life lay down, hey, I surrender. Oh, yeah. oh, is running after. Is running after. of your goodness I will sing I will sing of your faithfulness I will tell the whole world of your righteousness I will tell the whole world of your goodness
Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of our God. Birds are born to fly. Birds are born to fly. Birds. A bird is born to fly. A bird is born to fly. A fish is born to swim. Fish must know how to swim. A believer a child of God is born to do what? Sorry? There's no wrong answer. Yes? Praise God. Yes? 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 Yes, in the context of what we've been doing, what we've been studying here. So a believer is born to do what? A believer is born to be what? A disciple. And a disciple is born to do what? A disciple is born to do what? A disciple is born to do what? Follow Jesus. You have to follow Jesus first before you can. You have to follow Jesus. So how birds are born to fly and fishes must swim. So a believer must become a disciple and follow the master. And so this morning I welcome you to church. If you're joining us online, good morning and welcome to church. One of the most difficult things to do or one of the easiest thing to do as a believer is to lie. We tell lies. We don't necessarily tell lies when they ask us a question, yes or no. Is this your hair? No. Yes, it's my hair, but it's, I bought it. Is this, are you going here? Is this your car? We don't really tell lies for the things that are obvious. You find out that in Christianity, a lot of the lies are told in the heart. And so we take positions with our mouth, yet our heart is far from the things we are talking about. And so this morning we come back to look again at many of the things we have heard, many of the things we practice, many of the things we have become, we look again. And in looking again, we are trusting 
that the Holy Spirit will shed light and bring us into the place of alignment. Very, very important. And so, I'm wondering, those two songs, I, I, I like to sing, but I like to sing in private. But this morning, the Lord was, he, 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 he insisted, and I was going to, he insisted, those two songs. The second one, he said, sing it from, I hear your voice. Lord is, the Lord is deliberate when he does things. I hear your voice. Do you hear the voice of God? I saw people crying. Saying your goodness is running after me. Your faithfulness. Yet we are the same people in one breath. When you leave this place and you are faced with challenges, you forget everything you just sang. Why are we like that? Why are we those kind of people? Why are we weak? Why do we balk at the sign of pressure? Why do we give up? I hear your voice. Abi, I hear your voice. <laughs> he has led you through the fire. But you are angry that he hasn't answered your question, your prayer. So that means there's fire for Christians. There's fire in Christianity. It's part of Christianity. If you're a Christian, you're born to be a soldier. You're not a civilian. Soldiers have a code of conduct. Every officer has a code of conduct. From physical appearance, to speaking, to action, to discipline, to relating with others, there's a code of conduct. And if you're in the military and you don't observe the code of conduct, you will get into trouble. So it is as the people of God, there is a code of conduct for every believer and it is in the Bible. And so every time we walk away from those things, we become civilians and there's something wrong with you. I don't, know real, I don't know much about the army. But I'm not sure that if you're in the army and you act like an officer today, you obey. Then tomorrow, you want to be a, a civilian. Please, I'm sure they'll go to guard room. Abby, you will go to guard room now. If everybody's wearing your uniform, you say you're not going to wear uniform today. You want to wear shirt and trouser. Or if a superior officer comes and you're supposed to go somewhere, you say you don't really feel like. You don't want to obey the command. You will go to guard room. They will beat you. So how come we don't re we read the Bible and we don't obey the scriptures? How come we act like the word of God is not real? Why? So, it's not in a hurry to preach a, good, a new message or to tell a new story. It's to reconsider many things that you already know 
and your practice. And so what is the reason that you do these things? Where is the power? If you came early, when we started prayer, Brasule was talking about the children of Israel and how God led them. The same God that led them, fed them, did everything. They reached one place. They began to see another thing. Do you know, before when I read the Bible, I used to wonder that these people must be silly. Is it not the same God that gave you bread, saved you, gave you money of the Israelites, delivered you, you passed through the Red Sea, everything, he preserved you at night, during the day, he led you, he did wonders. Then you got somewhere because of common water. Common water. Bitter water of Mara. It became story. Water, 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 water. Water is so common. What are the things that you are holding God to and you forget what he has done? What are they? The person that did, is the same God though. So when he was with Israel, he didn't morph to a, to a lesser God, no power. He didn't know. When Jesus went, he didn't, he's the same God that we are dealing with in our time. Yesterday, I, I had some, somebody shared a very scripture that I never looked in that direction before. It's in Daniel 5. Please follow me. Daniel 5, the king. Very proud. And he was having a party. Nebuchadnezzar's son. And he was having a party. And he told them to go and bring the the corpse, the golden things that they had taken from the temple that they were not using because he was hallowed. So even the king that didn't have sense knew not to do that. Then that same king, Nebuchadnezzar, was the one that did something, you know, and then God showed him just small, just small, and he became what? He became what? Speak up. He became what? And he, he became a beast animal. And he went into the forest and he began to eat grass. The great king Nebuchadnezzar. Then his own son became king after him. And that son is the one when he was raving in party and getting high and getting excited and everybody was hailing oh the king the king and he wanted to show his um, the people the prince and everybody I'm all right you know I'm all right I'm king I'm good just like that I'm good just like that go 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 bring the golden goblet go bring those things kai kai they went and they brought it didn't take long ago the handwriting on the wall.
after the king was showing off and he did all that the bible says in the same hour the finger of a man's hand appeared and wrote opposite the lampstand on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace and the king saw the part of the hand that wrote then the king's countenance changed and his thoughts troubled him so that the joints of his hips were loosened and his knees knocked together knocked against each other the king cried bring his those people bring them nobody could do anything verse 9 the king was greatly troubled his countenance was changed and his lords were astonished one account says it's the queen mother that came and told him please follow me so the king was trying to hype Daniel to tell him all sorts of things and Daniel answered him in verse 17 let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another yet I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation and then he told him Nebuchadnezzar was a king blah 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 and God did this to him whatever he wished he did verse 20 but when his heart was filled up and his spirit was hardened with pride he was deposed from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him then he was driven from the sons of men his heart was made like the beasts of his and his dwelling was in the wild donkeys they've had him with grass like oxen and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till he knew that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and appoints over it whomever he chooses. That account. And then he said to him, But you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, although you knew of this. And you have lifted yourself up against the Lord of heaven. They have brought the vessels, blah, 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 blah. And you raise them to gods that do not see or hear or know. Please look at this. And the God who holds your breath in his hands and owns all your ways you have not glorified. My brothers and my sisters, it is this same man, this same God that we're dealing with. It is this same God. And when, when, I, when I went back to read the scripture, I wondered, how, how did he forget Everybody knew the story of your fa his father. He lived, 
I don't know the history, but I just assume he lived there. So how did he forget? Pride. Moments of glory. Moments of glory. Self-gratification. Made him forget who God is. So it is with us. It may not be moments of glory. Many times there are moments of pain and delay. Pain. Delay. Waiting. Not, let me not say delay. Waiting. When you're waiting. 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 When you're in a hard place, you forget. We forget. Why? Why? So maybe we need to find out or remind ourselves who this God is and what he did for us. Maybe, you know, children are just wonderful. Do you know, there's nothing you can tell your child. There's nothing anybody can tell them when they're looking at their daddy. Every child's daddy is Superman and is the strongest. Everybody's mommy can save, can, can, their mommy can do anything. Their mommy can cook jello rice, cook fried rice, cook spaghetti. At the same time, wash their clothes, put them to bed, do their homework. At the same time, their mommy's capacity is incredible for a child. It's when they begin to grow older and they begin to hang out with you adults and they begin to see your weaknesses. Then they begin to have fears. If you bring a child and they say, dog, do you know children and babies, children, small children, not afraid of dogs. They're not. Because they don't know fear. If you, Agbalagba, uncle, should come and see the dog and you, you're just afraid. The next time the child comes, the child is afraid. So, the almighty God, the creator of all heavens and earth, came, got together, they made man. Long story, many things happened. And then, he decides, even before they came together, he had decided that one man would pay the price for all of us. Jesus became our ransom. 
Jesus became our ransom. Jesus became the ransom for you, for me, for everybody that would acknowledge. He is the ransom, but you now have to acknowledge and receive the gift he has given us. And so that is our beginning. Where there's deliverance, there's salvation, there's healing. And everything that we're looking for is already in that perfect sacrifice that Jesus has become. And so, as disciples, we must not forget who he is. And so I ask you this morning, who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus? It may look very simple. But please, trust the Holy Spirit. He knows what he's doing and why he says we should come here. Who is Jesus? Who's Jesus? I'm asking, who's Jesus to you? Hmm? What does that mean, madam? Your lion and your lamb. What does that mean? You see, who's Jesus to you? Who's Jesus to you, brother? Hmm? Okay, who's Jesus to you? He's your friend. How is he your friend? He tells you what to do. So that's what your friend does. So your friend talks to you. You listen to your friend and he tells you what to do. You go through life together. So you can go through life together with me now. I can be talking to you. I can phone you. I can tell you what to do. So you are qualifying the friendship now. Close friends. That's the point of entry. Close friends. Who else? My shepherd. Why is he your shepherd? He leads you. Okay. Who else? Huh? Everybody's now talking. Your defender. Defender from where? From what? Yes, auntie. He's the author. The one that is writing the book. Eh? He's the one that is writing the book of your life. Uh, so what is he now? So you say he's the author. Okay, so perfect. So powerful. So well articulated. He's many things. Right? But only he knows what he really is to you. If you really believe that thing that you say he is. Do you know? I can say, Jesus, you're my lover. 
he knows whether I'm really, whether he's really my lover. Do you know? Do you know? And so, Christianity must come to the place where our words and our lives collide and they are one. So what we say is who we are. What we do is the person we have become. Am I making sense? So, you can say, you know, oh, you are the shepherd of my soul. You're my shepherd, I shall not want. And then day one, the zero in your bank account. Day two, it hasn't moved. Day three, it is a deficit because they are taking bank charges. How you started when it was 5,000. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall not lack. I shall not lack. The Lord is my shepherd. Zero. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. They too. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. They three. The Lord is my shepherd. Father. 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 You are my shepherd. Father, Father, remember me. Father. A four. Your account enters a debit. Because the bank charges. And you borrowed 50,000 Naira from, from Silas. And Silas has been sending you a text message that he needs his money back. And he's not finding it funny. And then you begin to say, but God, your word is true. I believe you. Oh, my father, have mercy on me. My father, my father, my father. Now, wow, these things. We just walk away. We walk away. But he says he has led you through the fire. So, fire must become our name. And we must know Jesus as the one that carries us in fire. And sometimes Jesus himself is the fire. Because the fire must come to purify you. And purify your motives. And then he will come to burn everything that is not of God. We can't pick and choose like candies. I like red. I don't like blue. What's that um, candy that children like that's multicolored? Skittles. So some children say, I don't like the yellow one. I like the blue one. I like the red one. We can't pick and choose like our top. We can't pick and choose. Jesus is everything, He's the beginning. The ending. He's Alpha. He's Omega. This morning, I come 
to ask you to reconsider many things. Reconsider. Please follow me. Please follow me. Let me free myself and deliver myself from all evil and not lead myself into temptation. So we have said before that the greatest gift of any disciple is to follow. That's the greatest gift. The ability to follow. Of course, you know this account when Jesus spoke to them in Matthew and he said to them, come, follow me. Amplified version, I like it. He says, and he said to them, come after me. That's Matthew 4.19. He said to them, come after me as disciples, letting me be your guide. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. That's Matthew 4.19. Amplified classic. We follow the master. We follow the master. We follow the master. We follow the master. In Romans, the Bible says what? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I, 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 that's the amplified version. I looked at the, the Passion translation. He said, he said, the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. That's what um, the Passion Translation says. That's the same version, the same as many as are led by the other sons of God. But this one says the mature are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 14. Disciples follow the Spirit. They follow the Holy Spirit. They follow the Holy Spirit. They follow. They are attentive to His impulse. They're attentive to his voice. And so that's why so I hear your voice. I hear your voice. And then I am obedient to your voice. So it's not enough to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You must hear and respond. And in your response is action. So there's no point hearing. And not doing anything with it. So your mom is talking to you. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. Then you go right down the road and do the exact same thing she said not to do. Did you hear? You didn't hear. My pastor, I heard somebody used to say something that you're walking on the road and someone steps on you and the person says, I'm sorry. 
They go again, they do the same thing again. I'm sorry. They do it again the third time, I'm sorry. And then turns around and say, you're not sorry. Because if you're sorry, you will move away. You'll move away. So, true repentance brings about a change of direction and action. That's what true repentance is. And so, if we are truly who we say we are, we follow the Spirit. We follow the Spirit. Let me read John 3, 8 from the message translation. Please remember that we follow the Spirit. We follow the Master. Jesus calls us to follow Him as disciples. And the Bible says, before we look at John, if you are led, they are sons. Right? So, because you are led, so, your qualifica- the, quali- the qualifying word for sons is being led. Right? From that, just trying to put English together. Right? Okay. And so, if you are a son, that means you are a replica of your father. Correct? So, if you brought your son, you probably have the nose of the daddy or the mommy, something about the child that looks alike, the character, the, 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 their genes, their genes, they carry the same genes. They act in the same way. So if you see me, and maybe if you were to meet my dad, to see my dad you say okay this this is where you this is where you come from We, we can see that and so if we are the sons of God then we must exhibit the character we must act like God and then we must have the some all those apostolic people you know they like speaking big English let me borrow their grammar today We must exhibit the DNA of God. And so within us, we must carry the configuration that shows the the dimensions and and the possibilities that are in God. All that is just big, big, fabu story. And you will go away and say, Yeesh! Meanwhile, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you just had dimensions, capability, nothing, no no revelation. It didn't even give you anything. So today is just simple. The character of God, the nature of God, the gene of God, the ways of God. Because he says, do you not know that ye are? Why did they even say, do you not know? That means we didn't know. When they wrote it, they didn't know that they were. So they were acting out of character. And that's why he said, did you, do you not know that you are? And so, do you know who you are as a believer? Do you know the authority you carry? Do you know the person that is resident in your inside? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit, when Jesus was going, he says, I will leave him. He will come. He will rest in you. The Spirit of truth. 
the spirit of God. You, can we just think that in the beginning he was there. All through he has been there. And then they gave him as a gift to you and me. And then he lives in you. Do you know, I, I, sometimes I imagine that if I was the president of the United States of America and if you watch movies and you know there's a threat, it's like film trick, the way they will move the president, pam, 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 pam into a tunnel, Psst, one door open, Psst, da, 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 ah, how far? One man, all that to preserve one man. That's man-made abilities. Then imagine that the almighty God is in you. Do we believe that we carry God? The Holy Spirit is God with us. Is it possible? And I live this, you, you, you we live this life of a loser. Thinking that, ah, ah, ah. And then the one that creates life. The one that breathes life. The author of life, the giver of life. Is in you and is in me. He's alive. He's alive. Do we think about these things? Is this thing real? You know, when you become born again, one of the things that happens is that your appetite must change. When you meet the Lord, when you have an encounter with the Lord, your appetite changes. Your appetite must change. Your appetite must change. Your appetite must change. Sometimes you hear some people say testimonies. Oh, I became born again. Then I was still struggling with something, something, something. Sometimes it takes some people. But the power is available immediately. And so if you have ever had an encounter with the Lord. I don't know how you became born again. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know how your story was. But if you read in the Bible, Paul, Saul, had an encounter on the road. He met the Lord. And immediately, his appetite changed. How is it possible? It's the same God that we have met with. And yet our appetite has not changed. For some of us. Some of us are still like Lot. Lingering lingering carnal unable to make decisions that are spiritual follow through with spiritual things we are not able to why why do we linger why do we linger why are we carnal today why do we move like yo-yo why do you ask yourself those questions because today we are looking again. We are looking again at the things that we have learned. 
the things we know, we are looking again. And the reason why God says to look again, if you read in the Bible, the accounts, when God says to them, lift up your eyes. Many times he's calling their attention to something. It's not by mistake. It's not by mistake. In, in Isaiah, God tells them, lift up your eyes and see who has created these things. God wanted them to see the nature and the greatness of God. God doesn't put anything in the Bible by mistake. Lift up your eyes. He's telling them, look away. Some accounts, he tells them to look away from something. Look away from idolatry. The one that of us like, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Okay. I like the account in John. It says, lift up your eyes and see the harvest. That talks about the timings of God. The timing of God and the timing of God. So God is not um, flippant when it comes to look again. Lift up your eyes. He calls your attention to look again because he wants you to refocus. He wants you to behold a sight, a place, and even make an observation. He wants to call your attention to something. He wants you to pay attention to what is important. That's why he says, look again. Look again. Consider these things if they be real. And so I was going to tell a story. So here I was. My, um, my, so my, now I know that they were not believers. We just used to go to church. They didn't force you to go to church. If you wanted to, you could, okay. Sometimes they would say everybody must go to church. But in my house, my, you know, uh, Pastor Victoria, I, you know, I have to hold myself. You know, so I'm holding myself. You know, that spiritual things. When you go on a journey, you have to be very vigilant. Very vigilant. Anything can take you out of the place where you are going. Anything. And so you have to guard your heart, your spirit, attention. Draw it in. Draw it in. When you're on a journey. So I was telling a story. So some people in my house, some people were Catholics. One brother Catholic. One sister Catholic. The rest of us, CMS, that's Anglican. Go to church. That's it. And so that was life. I, I, can't, I, I, I can't remember. Maybe my siblings will correct me. If they hear, then they will say, you're a liar. We did. But I can't remember that we had family devotion. I can't remember. I can't remember that we sat down together and read the Bible and prayed. No. I can't remember. I can't. 
at later my mom became born again but at that time i already left home i was in university so i really didn't once i became boarding house then i came to university i didn't really so when we came back on holidays i was not yet born again so my mom was born again i would go and i'll be laughing at her she's to idausa because we lived in benin i used to say things god i thank you that you forgive me i said these people <laughs> they are they are just tricksters this thing is not real but you know everything i said when the choir will come out and they will sing that song then sings my soul you know it was like a torment i there's something about that song i didn't know what it was but it used to calm me anyway fast forward fast forward fast forward i now became a christian i think my third year in university and you must have good friends that mean well for you and that's why when we see people hanging out together we ask them you spend so much time together what do you do do you guys pray together do you read the bible do you share the word that's 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 we can't eat dance go to party and the things that are the most important we don't break bread together if you are doing it you need to stop it when you gather with your friends you must break bread not not all not i'm not saying communion not all break bread open the bible pray to edify yourselves part of the problem is we have different types of friends so you have spiritual friends and then you are carnal so when you're with your carnal friends you don't want to bring spiritual things inside those are the complexities of born again christians you're not wanting everybody must know you you see that girl she's mad she's not fun anymore she used to be fun now she's just everything is jesus yes not that when you are with the jesus people you are okay then when you are with the other people you want to groove you now go and groove that's part of the problem if you are hot be hot if you are cold be cold that's part of the problem that's why there's no power that's why he's saying reconsider and sometimes it may not be that it is you and your friends it may not be that those ones it may be little things where you're unable to take a position for righteousness where you're unable to take a stand for jesus just take a stand just say yes or no or they are do something just say no, this thing is not right it doesn't concern you but they are doing something to somebody and you know it's unrighteous just say this thing is unrighteous lend your voice those are the things that we are talking about i'm not necessarily talking about that you have am i making sense so we're going i, I need to be fast so we're going 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 what was i talking about okay so i wanted to tell you about being born again and the power of the cross and the power that is able to save and so i became my friend <laughs> just this used to trouble me we all of us were together normal people doing normal things then they started going to church then they became born again two of them one first were four of us in the room one became born again the rest of us were there 
she didn't torment the two. It was me she used to torment. Do you know, now I, I don't know why. She didn't disturb the other two or me. Nika, Nika. I say, I beg, leave me. Yeah, the one that, you know, I just, just, I'm okay. I don't do bad. This is what I do. I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. I just, I'm following only one person. This is what I'm doing. I'm not, I don't drink. I don't smoke. There's nothing. It's okay. That's, I'm sure. Anyway, fast, fast, fast. She just won't let me. Then she will invite me to church. So, in between, oh, one day, one of those times, you know, I told you I didn't see Christianity. So I went to visit a friend. That was my first experience of Christianity. There were Christians in their home. The father, the mother, the, father, the children, the, uncle, the uncles, they were born again. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I went to their home. They had a chapel. I couldn't believe it. And that's how they spoke to me. And I can't remember. You no, know, spoke to you. I couldn't believe it. That so this so there's so the people like this. Anyway, that happened and I continued. Then that began my work with the Lord. Carnality. So I started agreeing to go to church. I'll go to church. When I sit down, I will abuse everything the pastor said. I will abuse them. They are talking nonsense. It's a lie. But guess what? They will come again the next day. I will follow them. The next Wednesday, I will follow them to church. I will sit down and abuse them. And that's how I will go and abuse them until I stopped abusing them. And I, I began to listen. And something was happening to my inside. And so I had this relationship. So I now became born again. I now came and I said, I'm not doing anything again. No, 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 no. no. So, okay, we are not going to do, all of us, we are not going to do anything. We are going to be going, we will be righteous, and then so that we will be okay. So, true, we started going to church. Two of us, we started going to, coming to redeem on the island. Today you will fall. Tomorrow you will go and you will sin and you will fall. The sin of fornication became so rampant and felt so weak because I didn't know truth. And so there was just one day after I had finished and I knew Psalm 51 because the pastor in the redeemed church in VI then Victor Chapel, where I used to go, he used to pray that Psalm 51. So I knew it. So I began to pray it. I knelt down and I was crying. Oh God, forgive my sins. God, deliver me. Oh God, have mercy on me. Oh God, wash me with it. I just heard the Lord. I kill and I make a life. And I will take you now. I was in the room. I was kneeling down. I came to say I was sorry. My co-sinner was in the living room. And I'm not sure how many minutes I was there. But the fear of God took over my entire being. I had heard that scripture. 
one time in church but I didn't pay any attention to it but I heard it I kill and I make a life and I will take you now and I don't know what happened but all I know is that I began to beg and it was as if they removed something from me that desire it left me I'm telling you the truth that he left me and by the time he allowed me I got up and I walked out of the room when I got out my fellow sinner was shouting as I came out babe what happened to you your face your face your face what happened there's something on you and so that's the end never again never again we will never do this I will never do this I said I'm setting new rules I'm not shaking I don't do this I don't do this I don't do that I don't do that the word of God the encounter with Jesus is real it is real it changes your appetite it changes your appetite it changes your appetite it changes your appetite Jesus can change appetites we are no longer permitted to be Christians and still have appetites that are sinful. Then we haven't met him. Then we don't know him. Do you know that one of the guys we went out to see, after we prayed with him, he's been calling me. He drunk. He went to work the next day. They, they drove him. He was drunk. We said, go back. He went back. They took him again. It's the same Jesus that is doing those things. Then how come we are so powerless and we live in sin? Because we will not do the things God is asking us to do. If we are not whole. If we are not holy. If we do not carry our members. If we don't have integrity, righteousness. If we don't exhibit the fruits of the spirit. You cannot be a Christian and, and the fruits of the Spirit are alien to you. That is what it means to have Christian character. Character. I don't need your anointing. I don't need your gifts if you have no character. Because with your gifts you will kill us if you have no character. It is your character that restrains you. It's your character that allows you to hear God. These are the things that are missing in the church. And that's why the church is full of idolatry and supermen. And they're not true believers. You are playing. We are playing. Pastor said to me two, last Sunday or two, yeah, last Sunday, somewhere in Kaduna near the toll gate, a church like this, they were there, they came and carried everybody. Everybody in the Baptist church is not in the news. They carried everybody. They killed every single person. It's the same Jesus. It's the same Christianity. You're only annoyed and you're only pained when you have to bear trouble because God hasn't answered you or you're waiting for a car, you're waiting for a husband, you're waiting for something. That's the only discomfort you want to you want in life as a Christian. God has called us to a life of sacrifice. 
God has called us to a life of persecution. God has called us to a life of pain. They are not alien. They are part of our journey. And if we must be emblems for revival, then we must know these things and become these things. You want to carry God and you haven't paid a price? Pray one hour. You can't pray one hour. You want them to pray for you in church? He won't pray for you. If you like, come back. If you like, don't come back. But if you come here, you must pray. You must pray. Our job is to teach you the way of Jesus. And the Bible says Jesus prayed every time he woke up before dawn and he went to pray every time. The disciples prayed. The men that brought Christianity prayed. The revivalists of old prayed. Some of them died. They gave their life. And we're talking about a mighty harvest that we are waiting for. You think it will come by worship programs or conferences? It is men that carry the revival. It is men that become portals for God to move on the earth. It is men. Men, men, you and I that pay a price for God to move then God finds a man worthy he finds somebody on the earth he finds some people on the earth and he comes to visit because you are making a demand and so if you are not praying and the only prayer you do is for yourself and you are not worried about the souls that are perishing and you want a revival the revival will come and it will exclude you it will exclude you because when the revival comes it is it the speed the momentum sometimes you don't need to talk to anybody there's just something in the atmosphere that is convicting men and women and driving them to the cross and if you haven't made yourself available there'll be no place for you what a shame What a shame. I'm going to ask somebody else to tell a story. But before I tell, tell, I'll do that. I'll tell you another story about the power. What God calls us as disciples. The name of Jesus, an encounter with Jesus, changes your appetite. There's nothing that you are going through or you know. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. There's nothing, drugs. I've seen God remove drugs. The desire from people. Sin, masturbation, anything. Jesus can change. Jesus changes people. Jesus does. You just have to let him. You have to be true. You have to come with your brokenness and desire to be changed. You have to hate that sin. You have to be fed up with that thing. He's available. He's available. If you will take what he's given. And so, here I was. So after that, 
encounter. That my same friend, who she now used to that scripture, except the corn of wheat falls down to the ground. I hated that scripture. That scripture eh, tormented me. She would say, just see me next. <laughs> and this year, <laughs> except the grain of the as I said, I beg, leave me. Everybody. This time, I'm now born again, though. I'm now, I've had that encounter with the Lord, though. But I'm not doing anything, though. But I just said, okay, we're there. We're marry now. We're going to marry as we graduate. So, nothing. But she just kept on telling me that scripture. Anytime she just, I say, I, I, what, this scripture, do you have scriptures that convict you? Did it, did it happen to you? That, that's my story. That scripture was like a torment. Every time she saw me, and I'm so grateful for her. She's my, God bless her. God bless her. Do you know? So that's how, that's how, that's how the scripture. But I'm still managing myself. Man- I'm managing the fellow. We're not doing anything, but we're going to church. I do water baptism. We're, we're now, okay. So, and now one day I just say, ah, everybody, you know, and then got born again, couple of all my other friends with their own boyfriends. Everybody became born again. And everybody continued the relationship. But it was not a Christian relationship. They were... They were dating. They were doing Christian dating. Abby, that's what it was called then. So that was going on. So, hey, big deal. No, no fornication. No unrighteousness. We even read Bible together. We will do everything. So, that scripture began to bother me. So one day, I was now going to church. I started doing discipleship training. I was, you know. So one day I was going to church and we had a service in the afternoon. And then he came to my house. I said, ah, me, I'm going to church. I said, ah, it's okay now. You go to church now. I'll be in the house. Me, I don't church in the morning because he was going to another parish. So he was at home with my brother. So I went to church. Thank God that I went to church. And when I got to church, the pastor was preaching a message, just like I'm speaking to you today. And it may not make sense, but it will make sense later. All I heard the pastor say was that you are in a boat. You are rowing, but you are not making any movement I, I just said that's me I, I, I don't know how I was not in a boat I was not in a boat which movement but I just said they, they were preaching you know, me I said to myself that's me I'm not making any movement I'm not going anywhere I just said two blind people leading themselves we're going nowhere they didn't, the pastor didn't preach to me to see it. I just heard I can't even remember I think now I remember that it was Jesus and the disciples when they were fishing. Now I know I know that story, but then I didn't hear anything. All I heard was that you are in the boat rowing and you're not going anywhere. Service finished. I didn't put it to mind. I, I just knew it was me, but I didn't know what I would do with the word. I just came back. When I came back, of course, the church was long. He had gone home. Everybody was. So then there was no, we didn't have a phone or the phone was not working. So I went somewhere to phone. So I went to phone, ah, ah, what's up now? You didn't wait, blah, blah, blah. I said, I've gone. This is just normal conversation. No quarrel. The next thing I heard Neka say, I think I need a break. Uh-uh. What's wrong with you? You're, I baby, go enjoy. You're just crazy. 
I said, no, I really think I need a break. I'm not good. She said, do you know what the meaning of the process is? I said, no, I really do think we need a break. Do you know, hey, if you have a break, I will go like this. I'll... I really do think we need a break. I'm just rowing. I'm not making any movement. That's, do you know, that, that word became the trigger for my journey with God. And I, I'm telling you the thing, eh? it looks like a good story. But I'm telling you, the trauma that I went through, the pain in my heart. The, look, every boy, my family, everybody thought you are mad. The other family, you are mad. The friends, you are crazy. The church people are deceiving you. I couldn't explain it, but I just knew that I was going somewhere and I, I, and, and I wasn't going where I was supposed to go. And that it. it wasn't easy. And so one day, I went to pray and God gave me one scripture. I've forgotten the scripture now. But something about that afterwards, David will return. Abi Judah will, afterwards, he will return. There's a scripture, I, I, I can't remember. Something incredible. Some scripture, something like that. Afterwards, he return. Okbe. Canal me. I say, ah, ah, there will be a re, 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 we, we, we will come back. That God is just giving us time so that we will purify ourselves and then it will not build on a rock that is that is Christian. Okay. Do you know, my brothers and my sisters, that that simple thing became like days and months and hours and years. And those were the days where I found the Lord. And I began a journey with the Lord. Look, the pain, the pain, oh my goodness. It was incredible. Do you know, now I understand why God delivered me from myself. Because he was an idol. He was an idol. You know when you want to sleep, the first when you open your eye, the first thing when you are going to bed, the last thing that's an idol. And if there's anything like that in your life, it's an idol, and God will take it away. And you better ask Him to help you to take it away. It may not be a relationship, it may be your desire, it may be your appetite for money and for success. Your desire for ministry. Your desire to blow. It can be anything. Even your desire with the vision God has given you. So God has called you to the nations. That, that, that thing that God has called you can become an idol. You must cast it down. And that's how God helped me. And I began a journey. And my brothers and my sisters and look how God helped me I can't understand but I know that he helped me and you know when I one day I went to cry and I was praying I said God that's uh, the Lord is my what was that thing? I said the Lord is my shepherd I, sh I do not want one day two days four days so that happened to me in that situation and so I went and I was praying to God and I began to have an argument with the Lord. Plead your case. And I said, look at um, Bossy and this person. They broke up. They became together. You allowed them. Look at this person and this person. They are, they are okay. Look at this person. Are they not all born again? You allowed them. So what's wrong with me? 
Why can't I? Everybody's doing it. And he said to me, you are not allowed to. You are not allowed to. My hand is on you. And never you compare yourself with anybody else. What I have written concerning you is different. And then he told me something that haunts me till today. And he said to me, he said, I will ask you of everything that I've given you. I will ask of you. And because I have the investment in you, I will not allow you to. Glory be to God. We are here. Glory be to God. Eventually, that person, my former fellow sinner, became that scripture that God gave me was talking about his salvation and his return to the house of God. Because when I left, he was bad. And so if this is the because of God that you are doing this, let everybody work out their own. But glory be to God. That scripture that God gave me, that I taught like many of us, God gives us a scripture. You interpret it by your flesh and not allow the Holy Spirit to interpret it to you. And then you get into trouble and begin to wait for a baby that you did not conceive. So, the seed is the word of God. So you are waiting for the seed to germinate, right? To bear fruit. But the seed you are waiting for is not the seed. The person that has the ability to bring to God is the owner of the seed. And the seed is the word of God. And the word of God will only bear fruit. So if you have your own dream and your own vision and you have put it in and you are waiting for it to germinate, it will germinate, but it will germinate death. It will not bring forth life. God has called us to a life of sacrifice. To walk away with pain. Walk away and walk to Jesus. You walk away and you walk to Jesus. You walk away and you walk to Jesus. A life of sacrifice. Every day we make sacrifices. And please, don't think that because that happened, two years after God will answer me. Or God answered me. Oh no. And you can't hold him to ransom. That I did something to you before. You are the one that told me. Oh, it doesn't count. God is not moved. God does not operate in our own calendar. Know that today. God does not operate in your calendar. If you are crying and asking God for. He doesn't operate. He doesn't move him. He did it for Abraham. Be beyond human calendar. And so this morning. Think again. Think again about your relationship with the Lord. Think about again about the things you have found. Think again about your work with God. Persecution is real. Surrender is real. You will pay a price. Anybody want to tell us briefly about their own? Just briefly. So after that, and someone tells us their story, I can now try and put the pieces together and we close. Anybody? Anybody? Bible says you'll be willing in the office power. So, what am I trying to say? 
What am I trying to say? God calls us to a life of separation. As believers, disciples, and followers of Jesus. Many of us are carrying things with us. We have become men and women of compromise. A canal man. Our choices are by our sight. Lazy. We talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk. We settle for less. We are too lazy. We are too lazy to press in to be spiritual and to stay spiritual. To stay in the place of the spirit. Stay, 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 stay. So we are spiritual. We are spirit beings. But to stay, stay. So some people, after we pray today, that's it. Till maybe Wednesday when they are going to dig in deep or wherever they go. You don't spend time with the Lord. Until you separate yourself from these things, you cannot see possibilities in God. You cannot. You cannot see possibilities in God. You need to separate yourself from everything that is not God. It, it doesn't have. It, I'm not. It, 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 it speaks to people at different places. It may not be in fornication or adultery or lust. True transformation, we said it before, only comes as you yield to the Holy Spirit. I'm asking you, it is your encounters that begin your journey of transformation. And until you come to the place where you meet the Lord, you will not have encounters. You must come to the Word. Where you meet the Lord is in the Word. In the Word. In the Word is where He reveals Himself to you. In the Word is what, when He teaches you about His ways, His person. In the Word. In the Word. And as you come to the Word and you stay in the Bible, your journey or transformation begins many of us want to be transformed but we have not started the journey because we are not staying with the word we don't read the bible many people read the bible for revelation glory be to god is good but just read the bible be familiar with the stories in the bible just read the bible do you do it? I just sit down sometimes. I say, oh, let me just read the whole book of Acts. Romans. Just read it. I'm not looking for revelation. I'm just, I'm just being familiar with the stories in the Bible. And because I'm trying to do that, you know the Bible is spirit. It's, it's water. It washes us. Is that not what it says? Is that not what the Bible says? It washes us. As we spend time in the word, we are being transformed. And then it is the same Holy Ghost that will open the scriptures to you. It's not you that determines when he will open it to you. So let him find you in the word. And then he will bring truth to your attention. There are no way. Or is it there are no way? <laughs> There's no way out. So we must die to live we must die 
to live. Dying to your agenda, dying to your plans, dying to whatever it is that need to die to, you must die. We don't like the word die. We are so afraid of death. We don't like it. But do you know the truth? Someone said to me, Pastor and I were having a conversation, Pastor Victoria. And she said to me, you know, you have to consider physical death. That, you will, you, that there's a possibility that you can die for the sake of the gospel. You have to think about it. She says, I, I've thought about it. And I've, I've made that thing. I've settled it long time ago. So you need to think about it. That you may die for what you believe. Are you going to be ready to die? So there's a place where you are dying to self. There's a place where you are dying. Like those people, the martyrs, the people in the Bible that we read about. They died for what they believed. The disciples. Don't preach again. Don't speak in his name again. We will speak in his name no matter what. Those men were ready to die. They saw Jesus die. They saw the new life that came to them after his death when the Holy Spirit came upon them and they became changed men. That same Holy Spirit that changed them is the same Holy Spirit that is at work in you and I. Do we see the disparity? The level of change and commitment those men made versus the level of change and commitment we are making. Think again. We make progress walking away from where we are and walking to where Jesus is. That's how we make progress. It is we cannot become if we do not follow. You will not be changed if you do not follow. In following Jesus, your conduct is clear. Your character is crystal clear. Christian character is the fruit of the Spirit. Jesus must lead. If he's not leading, you're going nowhere. You can go in the way of death and all that. But where God is asking, you ain't going away. Christianity is serious. Men and women have paid a great price for the gospel. We don't need to begin to call their names. Stephen, the disciples. I heard one story. I don't know if it's true. So I don't even know whether I should talk about it. I'll let it be guy because I didn't confirm it. So think again, my brothers and my sisters. Look again. Think again. Consider. Reconsider your faith. Reconsider your salvation. Reconsider your work with God. Reconsider your choices. If you were touched by the message you just heard and you would like to accept the love of Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my will to you right now. I am tired of doing life by myself. I ask that you forgive my sins and start afresh with me. 
I believe you died, you rose again, and I believe in your second coming. From now on, I ask that you will be Lord over my life. Help me to follow your footsteps and live like you. I receive your free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations and welcome into the family. If you said this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com and fill the love card. We look forward to receiving your message. God bless you. The message you just heard is from Jesus and Ended Ministry. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com. God bless you.